Hello, I'm Jack Halford, and this is episode 9 of the Jack Halford podcast. I just had a nice bath at like 10 o'clock at night. I was in there for around 11 minutes, then I saw a bat, or I thought I saw a bat. So I uh, screamed like a little girl and ran in to the house, and then I got in a warm shower, which I never do after an ice bath. I've been doing it for over 55 days, and I've not had a warm shower afterwards for 55 days. But I did today. But I still got in the ice bath, and that's the thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about consistency. Because even if I slip on anything else during the day, if I have a cigarette, if I have a drink, if I don't go to the gym, if I don't, you know, do anything, because sometimes I feel like doing nothing, I've still managed to get in that thing. It's that one thing that I'm trying to stay consistent on that it kind of keeps me ticking along, thinking, why why was I doing that in the first place? I was doing that because I read Atomic Habits, because I read Stoic Philosophy, because I was trying to improve myself, because I wanted to start selling my paintings, because I wanted to start writing, because I wanted to become financially free, freer, and uh, become well, it's relatively well off. That's still my goal. I'm still fucking doing that. I've been applying for jobs today. And then I was thinking, why am I doing this? Well, uh, every I, I go through phases where I apply for jobs. Then I never really go through with them. And I just get my head down in the studio and start making a lot of work. Start writing. Get my arse in gear. Getting stuff on the website for sale. So tomorrow the plan is wake up early, go to the studio, take a lot of pictures of my work, measuring things, putting them on the website, and then putting them on Instagram, the shops. And then we're going to be focusing on cleaning up the studio, making the workspace nice and clean, because when you have a clean studio, when you have a clean house, when you have a clean bedroom, when everything's clean and tidy, it's a lot easier to think and to remember your goals and to get work done. If you have a cluttered space, it's a lot harder to do that. How do I know that? Because I can't get anything done when it's a mess. I feel like a tramp. I just sit there like a slob. And it's easy to do that. It takes a lot of strength just to get up out of bed every day and do the same thing, I feel like. A lot of people have the the accountability and the responsibility of looking after children, and that's why they do it. But if they have to just look after themselves like me, then it's like, I don't have to do this. I could just live in my own shit. I I could do this. But the thing is, you know, it's starting to get uncomfortable now. So I have to, like, I have to do this stuff because I'm, I'm going to get in debt else. I don't want to get in debt. Uh, but then again, 
a lot of people when they start up, they get in debt and then they pay it off. So it's not something that should put people off. I feel like there's good debt and there's bad debt. And I think bad debt is when you're spending all of your money on stuff you don't need to impress people and you're getting in debt because of that. I think getting in debt because you're buying materials, you're renting a space because you're working on an idea and people will buy that from you. People will buy a service from you, but you just need to get in debt a bit to use that money to buy things. I think that's okay. That's good debt or a mortgage or a car, unless you're like, got a really bad interest rate on that car, man. Don't finance cars. Like my car costs 250 quid and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a 20 year old car. You can get decent cars for under a thousand pounds. So, you know, you don't need a flash car and they're still pretty safe. I mean, all cars are dangerous if you have a fucking lorry going to them. Just remember that. Remember that. You know, you don't need things. And I've got into a lot of like really bougie flipping things lately, like cigars. And for years I've just loved really good coffee. And, man, I tell you, but I've been looking at cigar aficionado magazines and cigar enthusiast websites and things, and it's something I really want to get into. <laughs> been looking at going to Cuba. But, you know, if I want to continue this on, just have to get my arse in gear to wake up early and do so. I mean, I don't know if the waking up early really does it but I feel like I was in I was in a good space when I was still on my degree I was getting up at like five six I was sometimes I was hitting the gym or just going for a run or just getting to the studio early reading a book after getting a coffee then I would do something else or then I'd try and get some work done like I'd read a book I'd write an article put it on my blog and then I'd do some painting and that was a great routine. I think that's it. When you work for yourself, when you're an artist, when you sort of do something that you're alone a lot of the time and you don't really see other people, it's hard to have a structure. You have to make up a structure and a routine for yourself. No one else is holding you accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable. That's the hardest thing. It's, it's about discipline. Discipline is, is when you do something even when you don't want to do it. So that's what the ice baths are. The ice baths are that one thing that I've carried on doing even when I didn't want to do it. You know why? Because it clicks in my head. When I haven't done it, I'm like, fuck, do it. I don't want to do it. But if I do that one thing, it's going to keep me on target. It's going to keep me running towards my goals because I'm thinking, this is why I'm doing this. It's a reminder every day. It's like a kick in the head, a restart. You're doing this because of this reason. You're doing this because you want to succeed. You know, people think it's a magic cure for recovery and all of this. For me, it's just a kick in the head, you know, because I know that I'm damaging my body in other ways. You know, I had a whiskey the other day. I went to the pub, had a couple of pints the other day. Um, Hardly oh, ever drink these days. But uh, sometimes I slip up and I have one. I think I'm even going for drinks with another artist 
who's a very good artist, actually. Um, in a day or two, that would be nice. See, it's, it's, it's good. You have to look after your social life. The thing is, the type of people that you want to avoid are the people that are negative and are in jobs and they're comfortable, but also still could be more comfortable, you know, and it's it's like comfortable, but what are they doing at the end of the day? They're, they're sitting on their asses, miserable, because they don't really want to do what they're doing. They're just doing it because it's a means to an end. They're doing it because it pays the bills. I don't want to do what I do because it pays the bills. I want to make as much money as I can so that I can look after everyone I love, including myself, because I'm fucking brilliant, and then use that money, invest it, buy cigars, and, like, fucking rule the fucking world. Rule the fucking world. Like Andrew fucking Tate, Top G. <laughs> I think it's well funny. I don't give a shit. Brilliant. Ah. There's some things that you're sort of told are right and some things you're told are wrong. Let me tell you this. No such thing. No such thing as right and wrong. There's only what you think and what others think and your perception of how other people well, perceive what you think is right or wrong. I don't know. It's all bollocks. We're all going to die. That's what I have to fucking remember every day. We're all going to die. So do something that makes you feel good every day. And even if it's like a quick dopamine thing, like fuck everything, you know. But also remember that if you just go after that dopamine, if you just fucking away your life, that has a long-term effect. It has an effect on the quality of your life every day. So remember that's where you're going to exercise and eat well and treat yourself right and not drink loads and self-destruct. Self-destruct in the gym because that has a good effect on you, you know? Fuck everyone, man. Fuck everyone. A lot of people are like, ah, yeah, I could go for a drink as well. Yeah, good idea. Good idea. Can I have a sick too? Yeah, can I have a sick too? Let's fuck, uh, blah, blah, blah. Dating, but like casual sex, like what's the fucking point, man? Yeah, a lot of fun, but like for me, not so good. I get attached, you know, these people, they don't want to get attached. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. It's fucking, it's crazy, you know? Uh, something my dad told me is that you know penguins they have they only have like one partner that they love you know now you go, I want to be like a fucking penguin uh, emperor penguin I don't want to be a fucking slaggy little tramp you know I want to be a penguin I want to be a penguin I want to be a penguin man waddling around a penguin man waddling around. <gasps> yeah. 
Man, these ice baths, when you leave the water in for a few days, I have to have a shower afterwards because it gets all manky. It's disgusting. Anyway, it's important to have an ice bath when you do a podcast because you can't really call yourself a podcast host if you don't do ice baths. Yeah. What do you guys want? I want to know what you all want. I don't think you can even comment on these things, but, you know, get in touch with me on social medias, Jack T. Halford, and tell me, you know, tell me what you think. What do you think? Can't even remember what I just asked. Ash is a comment about. But yeah, do it. I'm so tired. Oh my God. Does anyone else, you know, at night, when you're tired, you start getting ideas and you're like, nah, I'm going to start now. I don't care. I'm going to start now on this new venture. Right now. And then you're just on your laptop, just figuring stuff out, writing stuff down. Like a schizo. Like a crazy motherfucker. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Did you know that cigar lounges are legal in the illegal in the UK? It's pretty cool, right? I was looking it up because I I like my cigars. I like my Cuban cigars, Habanas. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's some cigar lounges. There's some in London. There's one in Derby. I'm gonna check that out. Um, get a couple of cigars, sit there, try one, have a coffee. They have loads of, like, trophies, you know, animal heads and, like, zebra mats, rugs and Chesterfield chairs. It's like a, a, a game room vibe, like a gamey vibe, I don't know. That's cool, I'm into it. I got a Chesterfield chair at the studio in town where I paint, like, same sort of vibe, vibe, vibes sort of like ultra masculine thinking contemplation dream scape like back in sort of going back in time sitting there just sort of thinking and being slow slowing things down chilling out it's like meditative it's like a meditative process of contemplation having a cigar Sitting down in a Chesterfield chair, looking at a painting, reading a newspaper, or just spending time with friends. It's good. I like doing it. Yep. I like actually just having a cigar on my own. I think it's the most relaxing thing. You know? Fuck everyone else. But if, if I was with my best friend, for instance, we could just sit there and have it. We wouldn't even need to talk about anything. We'd just be enjoying the moment. Because we enjoy each other's company, you know. We've been all over the, all over Europe together. And just sat, had pints, talked about shit. We literally have hardly anything in common. Apart from our love of making things and engineering and art. Uh, I'm not that into engineering, but I do like making things out of wood. And so does he. So it's a common connection. 
we first made friends because we both fancied the same girl. <laughs> and we used to hate each other because we wanted a we both wanted the same girl, but you know, it's fucking stupid, really. Uh but neither of us in contact with her anymore. <laughs> but, you know, best friends. <laughs> yeah. You can tell a good friend because they're always honest and they always stand by you no matter what, like, no matter what your political leanings are, you know. There's always that mutual respect because you know each other deep down, you know, you know what you what each other are like. I like that, you know, rich or poor, you know, whatever, left or right, you're still mates. This is the brotherhood, the brotherhood. If you're a bloke listening to this and you have not many male friends, get some, dude. That's why the gym is good. That's why, you, some, I mean, that's why the pub is good too. Just get yourself in a masculine space and, and start making friends. Like, you've got to turn up there consistently. People will start to recognise you and then you'll start to make friends. And then, you know, not even friends, just people that you just still chat with. Um, but it's just nice to be around the men that are on a self-improvement journey or just have similar interests and just chill out there. Like, it's just a place you go and you chill out with your bros and then you go home, like, you just feel good. Hobbies and, and interests lead to friendships. Good friendships, I would say. Okay, I'm into art, so I go to art exhibitions and I make friends at these things and just hang out yeah friends are important good friends are important and uh, here's some dating advice don't spend money on dates just do stuff that's free dude well or cheap go for a coffee cup of tea walk in the park you want to get to know someone and don't chase people that you know that deep down you don't really like, even if they're fit. Because who gives a shit, you know? Superficial. What you want is loyalty. What you want is kindness. What you want is someone that's interesting to talk to. Someone that you could be yourself around, who's a bit goofy, who doesn't hold back, you know? Tells you what they really think. Not someone that's mean and that, doesn't support you in your dreams, but someone that reigns you in when you've been a bit too crazy is that's okay. I don't know. Yeah. Rack and roll. Does anyone else fidget with things? I fidget with things. I'm fidgeting with a lighter that I got. It's like a jet lighter. Don't know if you could hear that keep thinking about gangster films and the Sopranos, like, legend. I keep thinking about how... Wouldn't it be so easy just to put on a balaclava, put on some gloves, you know, some face paint on, and just go and, like, rob someone, or rob a bank, rob a shop? Wouldn't it be so easy to do that? you think... There's a lot of there's a lot of 
things I sometimes think about like that, like crime, what's stopping you? But there is consequences. You can get caught. And I don't think my conscience could deal with some of that stuff. Like, I don't want to hurt people. But I like to think about it. And I like the films and the TV shows. But you have to remember, these people are pieces of shit. They're actually going out there intimidating people, killing innocent people, fucking with people. Like, why, do, why are we drawn to that? Isn't it weird? Like, I love The Sopranos. I kind of want to be Tony Soprano. But then you think, what a piece of shit. Gangsters are pieces of shit. Especially these fucking gang... These fucking rude boys. What do you call them? They call them waste men. Like, uh... These, these lads that walk around in tracky bottoms with the balaclavas on and stuff. The trap star and all of this tacky shit. It's fucking... They're not... They're not like the Sopranos and the Mafia or like the gangsters back in the day. They look like shit. They're rude. They have no morals. You know, I feel like these gangsters back in the day, at least they have sort of like family morals and they won't hurt women and all of this kind of stuff. I hate that shit. It's disrespectful. I think like some criminals are still respectful and have morals. I think that's it, man. Like a, like a, I mean, I've met people that have, that have done that have done crime and spent time away for it, uh, and they've had morals, and they told me that that in prison, like if they heard someone had done something that goes against their set of morals, for instance, if they've raped someone or if they're a child molester, then they'd fucking kick their heads in. I think that's great. <laughs> I hate this whole prison abolition movement thing. I think that, that yeah, I think some people are put away for stupid shit like drug use. But I think that some very violent criminals should definitely be put away because they're a threat to people. Like, they do have those intrusive thoughts that a lot of people have and they let them get to them and then they do stuff. But obviously there needs to be more education there needs to be more welfare for people or funding into public services youth services and things so that people can access support when they're younger when they need it they can get out of these unhealthy households and they can become the best version of themselves I think a lot of people maybe just have ADHD and autism and stuff. It's probably diagnosed way too much. A lot of pills, way too much. But what I'm trying to say is these type of people, a lot of men, uh, end up doing dodgy shit when when they could be they could be doing, you know, dodgy shit on Wall Street or <laughs> selling secondhand cars, but instead they're dealing drugs. You know, they'd be great salesmen. They'd be great doing dodgy dealings on Wall Street. They just make a lot of money, but in a kind of less harmful way. Uh, oh, well, when I say less harmful, it's still harmful to people. But hey, come on, man. Let's try and rock and roll. 
Money, money, money. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> uh, that's all I have to say. Fuck you. Does anyone else have weird thoughts? Of course you do. Go to bed.